What are your New Year's resolutions? This right here. Like all this stuff, being faithful with it. Like, like living, like not being a guy who talks more about living Shema than actually living Shema. You know, my New Year's resolutions are I made two. Hmm. Okay. Um, the first one, so number one, is to stop messing up New Year's resolutions the moment I make them. <laughs> you know? And then number two is to stop making numbered lists. <laughs> you are an old person. You know that? <laughs> You're a senior citizen. Episode 11, we are talking about the forgotten commandment. That's kind of what I want to call this episode, but the commandment that it is to for all believers to fast fasting and prayer i mean i will admit this is a new mm. a new thing for me mm. and i you know i've been a i've been a believer since i was a child mm-hmm. and it wasn't until i got married in 2016 and moved to chicago and i got uh, I became part of this church, shout out Second City Church, that at the beginning of every year, they have a week of fasting and praying, and then on the first Friday of every month, we fast and pray. And all of a sudden, you know, we're not even a year into marriage, and we're like not eating and praying instead of having lunch. And What's next, our- Yoga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like what? What? what Leggings? <laughs> what is this, Portland? <laughs> yeah, what, this is some Kale? new age. This is some new age garbage. Kale it's and like, candles. Oh, no. This is this is old age uh, goodness. I mean, yeah, it's been around is, for forever. Yes, that's right. It's and, just fashionable uh, again. And it's funny that when talking about this thing that we do. It's just interesting. Sometimes I get weird looks from believers, mostly from unbelievers who have said, what are you doing? Are you in a cult? But from believers who are like, wait, you, like, you've actually fasted? Well, that's crazy, man. And that's exactly how I would be 2016 and prior, just because I just never fathomed that when the, when the Bible says this is something you should do, that it was actually being serious. <laughs> Let's get to but it. But why I'm excited to talk about this with mm-hmm. you is because mm-hmm. I remember bringing this up to you and you were one you were a person who are you are you hamming up the camera again yeah dude you gotta i want some edits baby i know i know <laughs> you zooms in i on love your it face. yeah um for the audio listeners i'm gonna <laughs> they're not gonna know what we're talking about but when i was talking about it with you you were like oh yeah like i just i just got off of fast you know and i was like Sweet, but it was like, man, so, someone who does it as well, and I and I'm not coming as, as this guy who's created this discipline that no one else does. Like I would say, the amount that I do it is rather minimal. You know, yeah. I think I think what what was impressed upon me mm-hmm. was just the amount of people that once I had, you know, once I did it a few times, was like, dang, this is cool. This is good. <laughs> this is it. And like we talked about in our last episode, the commandments yeah. of God have reason. Yes. You know, there's reasons why we do these things that yes. that out- outwardly look a little crazy, but when you start thinking about it, yes. it's like, hey, this makes sense and this yes. is a beautiful, wonderful holy week 
yes. which I'm very hungry yes. throughout it, you know. Yes. But I'm depending on God. Yes. Well, I, I just want to have one little, this one little insert that I think will help people's thinking, especially yeah, yeah. young people, like BLBC crowd. Yeah. Like, send this to your friends too, because like this stuff we want to talk about. Like, we're just talking about it. This is a safe spot. We we want you to like really practice this because we're gonna talk about the power. It's legit. But one of the things that really helped me get serious about this is that the why I started following Jesus. Like, it really is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And so like. Like side parallel note, like I love the real reason I do martial arts is because I watched Power Rangers and I thought it was awesome. Like when I watched Power Rangers, they were just like, "Hey, yeah," you know, they do other morphing and thing. They're like, "Hey, yeah, this stuff's fake," but we want you to know that fighting is real and you got to be careful. Hey, right. don't get upset and do karate moves on people. This is what you right. should do. They taught us like breathing stuff. I couldn't believe it. I was amazing. And then I grew up and I'm like, "What do I want to be? I, I don't want to be." as cheesy as a Power Ranger, but mm-hmm. I want to be a, as close to as a superhero who loves people and takes care of people, is nice to people as well. That's what this really is for me. Like, mm-hmm. I really feel like a superhero. Like, if you think about, oh, you know, the people who like anime and stuff, you got to find the connection. These people are making stuff out of creativity for stuff that mm-hmm. they really dream about, being important, being a part mm-hmm. of something big, something super mm-hmm. cool, being having powers and being special. Like, this yep. is real. Those are real desires. And fasting really is kind of like the jutsu mm-hmm. <laughs> type deal where you like laser focus in on the power of the Lord and it really mm-hmm. works. But we're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I love that you you watch Power Rangers, you get inspired by it. You, I'm a so geek. You join, I'm a nerd. So you join a, you know, mm-hmm. Taekwondo, Pukan Tengsu Do, Jiu Jitsu, whatever it might be. And you learn to do a, you know, a cool kick or a cool throw around or whatever. This is like we're reading scripture we're in, you know, Luke four. Mm. We see Jesus fasting, mm. and that to us should inspire. Dang, that's cool. <laughs> yes, he was really. Like he was connecting. You know, it says, you know, when he leaves, when he leaves that, he's just full of the Holy Spirit. Like he's ready to start his ministry. It's like, hey, I want to do that. I want to be Ooh. like Jesus. How do you be like Jesus? Well, let's start with what he did before he even started oh his ministry. Fast. Okay, that's how you be like Jesus. You just threw out a passage of scripture, bro. Can we go there? Like, can yeah, you let's just go paint there. The and that would, that would be the first one that I would go to if someone said, "Why should I fast?" Yeah, and you know, you you can get into the schematics of like, well, it says it in the Old Testament, and people are like, "Oh, the Old Testament has been fulfilled." Whatever. Yes. Jesus, Jesus fasted. Mm. Yes. Jesus fasted. Yes. And more than that, um, after Jesus fasted, the disciples fasted in, in Acts. There's a lot of fasting to be happening yeah. in in the New Testament, so this is not this has not no. been a fulfilled thing that we yeah. don't need to do anymore. Right. Jesus is demonstrating yes. what we should do, yes. and even how we should do it, yes. and what we should do oh, oh, while goodness. we are doing it. Okay. I'm so looking at go. Luke four. I'm at Luke four right now. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan after he was baptized, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, that's if you, if you be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, 
that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And then this continues, right? Mm -hmm. And then we go on down and it says, and when the devil, verse 13, had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. And Jesus returned in the power of the spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all Mm -hmm. the region round about. And he taught Mm -hmm. in the synagogues being glorified of all. Mm. He's the man. Yeah. Oh, we see him doing this here, but we also see him teaching others to do it. And so I want to use another passage. So we're going to go another passage, which I think is really cool because it zooms in on the questions that you've asked. Okay. Mark 9. All right. So this is after Jesus is on the Mount of Transfiguration. All right. And uh, he's been revealed. He's revealed his glory, or at least a portion of it, to Jesus. Peter, James, and John, and they supernaturally survive by God's providence. Then they come down. Jesus is like, shh, don't tell anybody until I raise from the dead. And they're like, what? Okay. And then they go down and everybody's arguing and freaking out because the disciples that were left behind have dealt with the crowd and been ministering and they have, a, they have a problem. There is somebody that they can't heal of this demon possession. It's bad. They can't do anything about it. In verse 19 of Mark chapter 9, Jesus answers after they say this complaint that the disciples can't heal him. He says, he answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, You dumb and deaf spirit, King James, y'all, it's awesome. I charge you, come out of him and enter no more into him. 28. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. Now, the unfortunate part about this passage is that along with many passages similar to this, especially this account, it, it, uh, critical texts, which, uh, you know, uh, ESV really, um, and even though it kind of goes with, um, anyways, it's some textual criticism stuff. But anyways, a lot of Bibles are going to be missing this. Don't freak out. But I believe, quite clearly, it should belong in there, along with a whole other passages that people dispute about. But one of the reasons is this. If it's just, hey, this comes out by reason of prayer, that is a, that is a I don't understand what type of statement that is. We, we prayed that everything's done by prayer, right? We prayed that the Lord would cast his demon out and it didn't work. Lord, what should we do? Y'all should pray. Okay, nope, that's not the answer. The answer is that you need to ratchet it up. You need to notch, you need to kick it into overdrive. How do you do that? You gotta focus in. You know, so all these ideas of focusing your tree, Dragon Ball Z, ah! and then he goes Super Saiyan, now we're ready. We understand that you gotta like, change somehow mm-hmm. and go a different gear somehow. And we love it when people who excel at said sports or activities do that. We all are blown away, especially when it seems that they have no end to their ability to rise to the occasion. Well, with the power of God, that is true. There is no, there is no stopping point for his power. And so when you're walking in what he wants for you to walk in, and when you're doing what he wants you to do, the, even the gates of hell can't stop you. 
And that's what God's told us. And so when we trust his promises that if we pray and we fast, that means we deny ourselves the good thing so that, no, God, I know you want this good. Lord, please give me good. At least show me where I ought to go. I just, I'm so confused right now. We can't, we can't, we can't, but you can. The Lord loves that. The Lord loves that. Scripture tells us already that his eyes are going all over the world. He's looking everywhere for people whose hearts are perfect towards him. So he could show himself strong on their behalf. Oh, yeah, Jesus rules. Boom. I mean, I love it. And so that's really a passage we're talking about. But I wonder, Ben, what you're thinking about all this. I, I agree. A, a large part of why Jesus fasted hmm. was because he was about to start the most radical <laughs> ministry that anyone would ever do and has ever done. Yes. Yes. Three years of, of world society, heart and soul changing stuff. Yes, giving, giving, giving. And giving. E and Jesus being fully God, yes. but being fully man. Yes. He needed to go and fast and pray for 40 days and hone hone it in yes. and and focus, draw closer to God oh the Father. Goodness. Draw closer to the Holy Whoa. Spirit. That's huge. And, That's huge. Because you said closer, right? And we know yes. Jesus did grow. He grew in stature and favor with God and mm -hmm. man. Okay, go mm -hmm. ahead. Finish your point. Yeah. And maybe we'll do an episode on the Trinity. <laughs> yes. Oh, we <laughs> so have to. Yeah, so, that'd be great. But, okay, so so that's what Jesus did. And so when we fast and pray, it's really to, like, discipline us to read the Bible more. Oh. Mm. I mean, that, that, that can be a happy consequence. But we are we are mirroring what Jesus did mm. when we are mm. fasting and praying. Whether you are fasting for a day, for yeah. just a one meal period, yes. for five days, for forty days, yes. whatever you're doing, we're doing it the same reason that Jesus did. We are preparing for ministry. Yes, yes. We are we are growing closer to God. Service. We are growing closer to the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I think above all else, why we fast and why we pray is because we are obeying commandments yes. in Scripture that say yes. that we should. Yes. Even if you come out of this time and it's like, yeah, I don't feel any different, what's what's really important about fasting and praying is that this is a commandment and that doing it, whether or not you get the answer to the prayer that you're looking for or you get that experience that you want, mm. or if you don't, you are obeying God, and that in itself is storing up treasure for you in heaven. Every time you fast and pray in the spirit, in the right mind, not letting everyone know that you're fasting and praying and walking around <laughs> saying, oh, I'm so hungry because I'm so yeah. holy. Yeah, unless you're, you're not fasting doing with that, other you're people, right? Yeah, yeah. if you're doing it biblically mm -hmm. and you come out of it and maybe you don't have this great experience, know this, so you've just, you've just built up treasures in heaven, mm -hmm. and that is going to be counted to you yes. as righteousness. Yes. That is and it, that is the minimum that's what's going to happen. Yes. And very often that's that is just the start. But Good. minimally yeah. you store yes. up treasures in heaven and it's counted yes. to you as righteousness. Are you kidding me? Yes. If that's the minimum that's yes. going to happen, yes. I'm, I'm going to fast and pray, baby. Good. So let's take a look. I want to do this. Now that you've talked it up, Right. Mm -hmm. The person listening should be like, all right, all right, all right. So it's a good thing. And it's in the Bible. And Jesus mm -hmm. says that if we do this, if we utilize this, that we're able to overcome things that seem to be too strong for us. All right. So we understand. So what is the process? What does the Bible say? What is it? So Isaiah 58, I just want to read an excerpt. All right. 
So he says, then, verse 8, then shall your light break forth as the morning and your health shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Then shall you call and the Lord shall answer. You shall cry and he shall say, here I am. (laughs) If you take away from the midst of you the yoke, and the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. And if you draw out your soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, that's the person who's tormented in mourning, right? The person who's going through a lot of troubles. Then shall your light rise in obscurity, and your darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide you continually and satisfy your soul and all this good stuff. And oh, I can't wait to read the Bible some more, right? I mean, it's like, this is great, right? But what is the context of that, right? Go back, fact check me, read it, family. But he talks about this is not fasting. Going to God, afflicting yourself, not eating food so that God can give you supernatural wisdom so you can own the other people who have theological differences from you. No, this is not to strike another person with, to judge someone and to give yourself the advantage. No, the fasting that God wants is when we afflict ourselves, when we withhold some good thing from ourselves, whether it be food or some type of pleasure, so that we can give it to somebody else, so that we can comfort somebody else. We, God wants us to love him in fasting and, 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 and kind of neglecting ourselves in the physical sense so that we can love other people. God wants us to fast so we can live Shema. And when we fast, you know where our attention goes to the Lord? I'm hungry. Oh, gosh, I want to get something to eat. Nope, I can't get something to eat. Why? Oh, the Lord. Right, God. Hey, I got to talk to you about some things. That's what this whole time is for. Fasting will keep you remembering why you was hungry. (laughs) Fasting will keep you remembering why you are hungry. But the reason, the prescribed reason, is we hunger because we're agreeing with our spirit that we hunger and thirst for the righteousness of God. Lord, satisfy me. Oh, and then all of a sudden the Sermon on the Mount starts to make sense. And I want to seek peace. God, I don't have peace with somebody. And I, and I, and every time I talk to him on the phone, I just want to smack him and break the neck and do some type of crazy, sinful, horrible thing. God, it's not enough. So I'm going to, st- yeah, if I thought I was suffering, oh, just hold on, body. Uh-uh, we belong to the Lord. And we're, no, I'm going to, what did Paul say? Beat this body into submission. Mm. I'm training like a boxer because I'm about to fight for real. And it's like, wow, this ain't no game. We really did kick in the hyperdrive. If Goku was a Christian, that's who I want to look like, right? That intensity, like I want to train and I'm going to train. And I, it's just like, it's stupid because it's a cartoon. But the mentalities, all the things we're celebrating, they point to a person, even the hero, Jesus Christ, who we depend on. We don't do anything. Now that we know how to fast, why we should fast, that we should fast, the challenge hits us right in the face, like I hit my microphone. So our challenge to to people who are listening, and maybe this was the unfortunate one that you listened to, that now you're walking away with something that's like actually, that you actually got to do. They called me out. They really called me out. But if you if you are not in the habit of fasting and praying, we want to challenge you to really believe what the Bible says. Amen. That that fasting and praying is a way to to come into contact with God's power, to focus on Him, 
it's only good things happen when we fast and pray. Mm. And to believe that and say, okay, maybe I should do that. And I'm not telling you, if you want to, you can fast and pray for 40 days without food and water if you want. I wouldn't recommend that. But you don't need to do that. Start with, you know, this upcoming Thursday or or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Fast for that day. Break Mm -hmm. fast either that you know dinner or the or the breakfast following but but skip one or two or three meals and and in that time instead of eating those meals when you feel those hunger pains just take a moment (laughs) breathe breathe read your scripture drink some water drink water drink water drink water pray to god and draw close to him god god promises that if we draw close to him that he will draw close to us there's this question about fasting that appears in Matthew 9, I think. And the disciples are walking with Jesus and John the Baptist's disciples, I think. John the Baptist's disciples, they come and they say, hey, how how come your disciples don't fast, Jesus? And Jesus essentially says, I'll paraphrase it, but he says, they don't need to fast. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you fast to draw closer to me. Yes. The only way they could be closer to me is if they were hugging me. Yeah. You know, they're they're right yeah. next to me. But he says, "But I'm I'm leaving soon, and then yeah. they'll fast. Then they'll fast." But but he but he was he's laying it out. The the disciples of John didn't get it. Arguably, the disciples of Jesus didn't get it at the time either. But Jesus was spelling it out. We we we're not going to fast in heaven because we're going to be in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. We don't need to fast. Mm-hmm. Fasting is to is to bring ourselves closer to the presence of God. And when we're in the presence of God, we won't need to anymore. But this is an opportunity to go closer to it. And all you got to do is don't eat <laughs> or, or give something up. And in the times where you're craving that for satisfaction, say, no, 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 my satisfaction is in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then you pray and you focus mm-hmm. and you hear from him by reading scripture. Mm-hmm. Only, again, I can't emphasize this enough, only good things can happen right. as a result of right. obedience to God. Right. That's mm-hmm. What we want to do, we want to see the evidence of God's power within us as we live his word. And it's just amazing. Living Shema, yeah. it's amazing. This is what I want to encourage people to do. Err on the side of doing. <laughs> don't don't just be like, ah, I'll do it once I fully understand it. No, just, no, I promise. I promise you. This is a commandment. This is what we're supposed to be doing. So go do it. And as you're doing it, you can learn more about it. But go do it. You're not going to be putting yourself in danger by skipping breakfast and lunch. Fast and ask God to help you understand what fasting yeah, is about. Yeah, absolutely. It's very inception. God, I'm fasting. Yeah. Help me understand why I'm fasting. Yeah. yeah. But part of living Shema is... This is what the scripture says, yeah. so I'm going to do it in faith. Okay. And and whatever the results are, I promise, if you're doing it in obedience, if you're doing it the right way in, in that way, mm. boy, it's you're not going to regret it. It's going to be a holy time for you to draw closer to God mm. and in turn for him to draw closer to you as he has promised. Living Shema is produced by Benjamin Foote and Carl Wellborn Jr. Our intro and outro music was produced by Jason Vaughn. If you have a question, comment, or quip, please contact us via email at livingshemaofficial at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.